on the first string podcast presented by bet rivers today what we're going to do is with the help of nesson's own travis thomas tell you the difference between straight bets and parlays that's what we're going to do today we're going to look at a couple of examples from the nba we're going to look at an example from the nfl and of course we're going to look at one for baseball and travis is going to break that down to each and every one of us so Let's get right into this. to download that bet rivers app at or go to www.betrivers.com you must be 21 years or older to subscribe and once again we're gonna bring in the squad let's bring up my main man said what's good said how are you what's good what's good hey let's get it let's get these lessons going and popping there he is our own travis thomas how you doing man hey listen i'm honored to be here in fact I miss the first string family. Let me rep my man Paulie in the 757. Hail to the W. There you go. <laughs> hey, Paulie should be joining us here. I, I'm not sure if he got his times mixed up or confused, but Paulie's going to be with us. That's for sure. So, um, like I said, uh, we're going to talk about straight bets versus parlays. Before we get into the examples and, and explain it to us, can you please explain to us what a straight bet is? Well, first of all, let me just say how much love I have for this entire podcast. It is game one of the Stanley Cup Finals. I am a diehard hockey fan to begin with. Then you add the betting aspect. I have a ton of money on the Colorado Avalanche. I took a future out on them in August, toothpick. Oh, oh, well, yeah. before oh. the season to win this whole shebang bang Here they are in the Stanley Cup Final against the two-time defending champ, Lightning. And I'm here with you. That, I mean, that's, that's real love. love, right? That's love. Um, listen, you know this about me. I'm the, I call myself the straight bet king, right? Because right. I'll do parlays for shacks and giggles, but I'm not really, that's not really my thing. Like, I learned, quick story, and I'll make it short, toothpick, because I know we're trying to teach people here. But I actually learned how to bet on sports from bookies. I used to go to Atlantic City like every other weekend with uh, mm -hmm. my buddy in college. At the time, this was early 2000s, and the, um, what was it called, World Series of Poker? You remember that? It was yes, like yes, huge. Yes, yes. Okay, so my buddy still to this day is a huge poker player, right? And I know it's weird because I, I love betting and gambling, but I don't play like table games. I've never been into that. They bore me. Oh, wow. I like betting on sports only. Right. So right. what happened, we would go to Atlantic City, which is not far from Baltimore, Maryland, which is where I went to school. So we would go to Atlantic City, hour and a half, drive two hours tops, like every other weekend. And he would sit at the poker table all night, guys. Like when I tell you all night, I mean it. Like we would get there after our last class at, let's just say three or four, so we get there about six, seven at night and we would leave the casino and the sun would be coming up like this. Oh, wow. This was like all nighters. OK, wow. so what I would do because I didn't play, I would sit at the bar 
and I would watch whatever game was on on all the TVs over the bar that night, right? Right. So I would just sit there and drink and hang out. And you guys know me. I'm social and I'm talking to people. And I, I'm, I'm, don't make me laugh. It was straight out of The Sopranos. How stereotypical this was. It was four or five guys, all big dudes named Tony, right? And <laughs> they would come to the bar and they would order their drinks and they would sit and they would talk like this, forget about it, whatever, right? And they would talk about like the suckers who bet, you know, whatever team that night. I can't believe they bet this team to win, or I can't believe this person did a parlay on this, or I can't believe they got this at this odds. And, and I would just sit there and observe them drinking my drink, but I was picking up the lingo. Right. And eventually, because I was there so much, guys, they learned my name and I learned whatever their names were, right? Their, right. their aliases. As and Tony. um yeah, Tony, right. yeah. Tony Forget number four, right? <laughs> and about um, it. but they knew me and you know, they were buying me drinks, and then eventually I would like to start asking questions. And I was like, okay, they're bookies. And, you know, the Johns, the Marks that they're talking about, the suckers are the people just betting random things, not knowing what they're doing, betting with their heart and not their head. And so I tell that long-winded story to say, I learned how to bet and be profitable on sports because that's what these guys do. Okay? That's what they do. And so they taught me and everything we're going to talk about, really, to be fair in this episode, like it's what I know. It's how I learned. And this is this is a lot of the teachings they taught me. So they said, you always want to bet straight bets. Now, I didn't listen to that part, but <laughs> they said, but they said, bet straight bets. Don't bet every single game every night. You don't even have to bet every night, Travis. You know, pick your spots. Just do straight bets. If you do that and you know what you're doing and you pick your spots, more often than not, you'll be profitable. And they were like, in our game, if you're 55%, you're a winner. You're a anyone, winner. Who, anyone who says to you, they're, they're talking to me when they said this, anyone who says to you that they hit 70, 75, 80, you know, they never lose a bet, they're, they're liars. If you can get, if you straight bet only, bet the same, they taught me like the money management, bet the same amount of uh, whatever your bankroll is, whether it's 20 bucks for them, they were doing, you know, a band. They were doing like a, a G on a oh, game. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so, um, you know, it was a different level. But for me, especially at that time, a young college kid, I mean, when I started betting with them, I was betting like $5, $10. Now even... You know, I, I still don't. I have a wife who would kick my ass if I do anything. You know, I'll do, depending on a game, I might do 25, 50 bucks every now and again for a futures bet, which I know we'll get into. I'll do maybe 100 bucks because the payout's bigger. It's bigger, right. Yeah, but straight bets, I still do that. If I do parlay, like I said, it's just a party and have fun. I'm sure we'll get into that. But for me, yeah. it's straight bets. And I am a volume better. I do bet a lot of games. I do bet every night. And, um, you know, I've been pretty, I've, I'm, look, I'm in it 15 years, guys. So yeah. I'm doing something right. You know, I have good years and bad years and 
but um, I am profitable. Right, right. That's well. Let's talk futures. Futures. Right, how do you talk. choose what future you place your bets with? Or uh, you place you bet on which which future? How do you choose that? Well, I don't necessarily look at the board first. What I like to do, depending on the sport, is I'll just I have an honest conversation with myself and I just say, who do I think is going to win it? <laughs> I mean, I know it's like so simple, right? But that's yeah. that is my process. I said, well, let's talk. Let's talk hockey since I brought it up. All right. Um, so this is so this is this was August when I made the bet. I, in full disclosure, guys, was like always picking the bridesmaid and never the bride for a couple years in a row. Uh, I would call the Stanley Cup champion in my futures for two years straight. It was a Dallas Stars. I can't even remember the other one now. Um, but but I picked the right team. Oh, I know who it was. It was the San Jose Sharks first and then the Dallas Stars for two years in a row. And I had a future ticket out on both. And it started from who do I think is going to win the Stanley Cup? Then I went and looked at what you're showing. I looked at the board and I said, okay, well, in those cases, uh, the Sharks that year were maybe maybe had like second second or third best odds. Dallas Stars were a little bit further down, but still like top 10, let's say, I don't know, five or six best odds. I said, okay, I'm not far off and I, I like the number. So, okay. so right there, guys, I'm cross-referencing, right? Who do I like? That's step one. Now, you could have two or three teams that you like. That's completely fine. Then you go to the board. Right. And you look at the odds. And you right. Say, okay, boom. I mean, if they're the favorite, which is fine, I bet Dodgers to win World Series and hit that ticket. I bet, you know, I bet heavy fair. I bet the Warriors when they got Durant. Um, that's fine. You know, you get a two to one, three to one. It is what it is. If you think they're going to win, take them. If take they're the em. favorite, so be it. But in my case, the teams I were picking, you know, they were, you know, like I said, third, fourth, fifth, sixth best odds, right? So I loved it then. Um, unfortunately for me, they made the Stanley Cup and they lost. Okay. But but uh, the beauty of a future is that if you have a future on a champion and they make it to the title game, first of all, congratulations. No, you haven't won anything, but my God, your testicular fortitude got you here. Yeah. So what you should do is hedge your bet and put something on, on the, the opposition. Yes. Oh, because okay. if, if your future doesn't cash, you'll make something. Okay? Make something back. Right. Exactly. There okay. was only once in my life I didn't do that. And that was uh, Baylor to win the, the college basketball championship. And the only reason I didn't hedge is because I'm petty and I don't believe in Gonzaga. And I thought that. <laughs> I mean, I'm just being honest. I got you. So listen. So as as we're looking at this line right now, uh, you you took a futures out. So um, this is not accounting for the futures. This is accounting for if you place this bet right now, and uh, Colorado is the favorite to win this thing at minus one sixty seven. Well, well, yeah, right. Well, and, let's let's have that combo too, Vic. I mean, at this point, just bet just bet the game or bet just the bet the game. Just that's yeah. Right. So the prime time, we should talk about that. The prime time, in my opinion, you can take a future at any point in a season or a playoff right. or whatever. In my opinion, what I do, I'm just going by my experience. 
I like, I like, I prefer to bet a future in the, in the preseason, in the off season. That's when you get your, your the most That's optimal right. uh, uh, chance right there. So since you actually said that, right, let's, let's, um, before we get into these lines and single bets, uh, we're going to stay with futures and let's go to the uh, in National Football League. So I'm going to bring it up here in a second and let's okay. see these futures so we can think. All right. Um, for the NFL championship here, let's let's try this exercise. All Who right. do we think that is good? Right. Come on, Blink. Let's try this exercise with us. Right. So have an honest conversation with yourself. That's step one. Right. Yes. Uh, Bengals. Bills. These are the top teams you're naming? These are the top teams I'm naming. Okay. Bengals, without without looking, right? Right. Uh, Bengals, Bills, you can't count out Kansas City. And uh, the Rams brought back everyone. Right. Those are my top four. Um, I left San Fran out. They were uh, a championship uh, team in the, in the NFC. But I don't trust I don't trust them because they got a rookie quarterback coming back. So then Brady. Who, who, oh, you can't count Brady out. You cannot count Brady out. So th- those are the teams that I would be looking for. So Blink, who are you looking for here? I mean, he he said the one I was going to mention, which was Brady. Because okay. you can't count you can't you can't count Brady out. And um I would dare to say the New England Patriots. Even oh. though they had a rookie quarterback, they played well down the stretch. They almost made it in. All right. You know, AFC is going to be tough no matter which way you look at it. The All AFC, right. The AFC is going to be tough. So let's look at those teams that we just we just named, right? Let's look at those teams. And I'm going to bring the board up now so we can uh, see what, we, what we're what we doing, right? We thought about those, those best teams. And, of course, we got Buffalo at plus 650. The Buccaneers plus 750. The Green Bay Packers, which they lost Devontae Adam at plus 1,000. Kansas City's at plus 1,000. The Rams at plus 1,100. And the Chargers jump up to uh, plus 1,600, right? Uh, we said the Bengals, they're plus 2,220, uh, 2,200. And, yeah, that's where we are. Who did I miss? Did I miss anybody that we said? You said no. New England, right? Oh yeah, what's their odds? They're probably down there. Yeah, the Patriots are plus four thousand. So forty to forty to one on the Patriots. Forty to one. Um, I'll be honest. You know, I, so far, and I'm I'm sure we'll probably talk about this because this is part of futures. I've only bet win totals. Um, I have not put in my Super Bowl bet yet, but okay. In talking to you guys, you know, through this. I mean, listen, bro. That that Chargers at 16, sixteen to yep. one feels real sexy to me. The, my only, gosh, I guess my only cause to pause would be the AFC is just a gauntlet. Yep. Um, <laughs> and their coach, I mean, the, my man goes for it on fourth down every time, bro. Punt sometimes, right? Right. Uh, but if I'm not mistaken. Said may know this better than me. I'm pretty sure that guy was like a rookie head coach. So maybe now, you know, a year experience. Justin Herbert has another year on him. Look at what they added defensively. Khalil Mack, J.C. Jackson, just off the top of my head. Um, boy, that that's a 16-1. to Ufit, um, can you look real quick? What is the 
What's the Vegas Raiders number? I, I, Raiders. While you I'm look, glad up, you said that because I yeah. got their number right here because okay. they they're uh, forty to one as well. Forty. Um, forty to one plus four thousand is their number. I, I love what they did. What they added with Devonte. Uh, Devontae Adams, they added uh, some much-needed defensive help as well. But, again, it's because they're playing Russell Wilson, um, Kansas City. Yeah. So Denver has popped up to 18 uh, – plus 1,800. So 18 to 1 for Denver. I like um, – I like the Chargers the most. It's 16 to 1, but – I got to the reason I asked the Raiders number is because I think all the attention is going to the Chargers and Russell Wilson and the Broncos and Patrick Mahomes. I'm like, yo, the Raiders feel really under the radar. Let me ask both of you this before we move forward, just about the Raiders, and then we can move on. But would you be surprised if I said the Raiders win the division? No, right? You wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised. No. I wouldn't be surprised, and I wouldn't be surprised because of what they added on offense, right? They have yeah. a slot gangster. Right. One of the best tight ends. Yeah. And then you still have a steady Eddie running back. Yep. And Derek Carr took another step last year. He's underrated. Right. And and then they do have a head coach on his second try, right? Yeah. But Offensive I, mind. Right, I still give them. I still give them that that uh that chance. See? Yeah. And and speaking of that, you know, another team we haven't talked about. Like I say, the AFC is a monster. The Miami Dolphins. Yeah. What's their? They only added another speedster to the speedster they already got down there. The they Dolphins added a few, are... a few pieces of offensive line. Yeah. You know, so now you protected the quarterback. You've gave him another option to throw to. You got two speedsters. You can't double anybody. You can't double either one of those guys. All they need now is a tight end who can catch the ball down the slot. Yeah. You got a running back. I, I have forgot all about Miami too. Start talking about the AFC. The AFC is a monster. Yeah. The AFC is. But Miami at, at 40 to 1 as well, because they're plus 4,000. Yeah. Uh, not a bad, not a bad take. Not a bad take. But um, uh, something to think about too, guys, is you know, for for futures, you know, it's it's versatile. It's you don't have to necessarily bet a Super Bowl. You can bet. Who's going to win the AFC? Who's going to win the conference? Who's going to win the divisions? Uh, like I brought up, you can bet win totals. Uh, they had that in the head the futures. Yeah, it's under futures. I'm I'm gonna bring it up here in a minute. Okay. Uh, I just I had to collapse that. this one. I mean, yeah. I'm 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 not a real big better anyway, but I didn't yeah. know that. So yeah, yeah so you bet, it's good bet for me. And I'll tell you this too, toothpick is um, I you know this is just my opinion. It's not like a Bible or something. I have always found the best prices now. Um, you know, when these things open, they usually come out in May, uh, right after the schedule release for the most part. Um, and, you know, generally when, just a general rule of thumb anyway with sports betting, a lot of times when, um, you know, a number opens is the best time to jump on it, or at least to, to look at it and get a feel for it. So for, for me, for example, like I jump on win totals, uh, said what I was just telling you, like division winners, um, you know, conference winners, Super Bowl, whatever. I'll try to jump on that now before training camp starts because you, me, and Toothpick all know what happens. 
training camp happens, there's injuries, yep. there's highlights of, you know, all of a sudden it's like, oh, Tua, is he the next Dan Marino? Look at this. And then the season starts and Tua is straight ass, right? So, <laughs> so like, my True. point is, like, by the time we get closer to the season, prices change because people say, yeah, Tua's the next Dan Marino. I better jump on the Dolphins at, what you say, 40 to 1 or something? 40 Next to 1, you know, right. right. Next thing you know, that's 20 to 1. Everybody's piling on. Everybody's piling on. Everybody's so, piling on. So, so we get should your add that. Early. Yes, we should add that to this. You know, look at futures, familiarize yourself with them. Like said now, is going to go look at this stuff. Uh, and, and this is the right time, in my opinion, to do it. All right. So we got that down. So we know about futures now. The earlier the better for you before everyone starts piling on the numbers. Thank you for that one. Now let's talk about some single bets here. All right. We know what single bets are and uh, let's look at how, uh, how they play. So let's stay with the NFL real fast. Here's a week one line. All right. So we, we learned Mm -hmm. earlier on what the lines are and how to read lines. Now, how do we single bet this game? Well, I'm an interesting person to ask because all I can do is give you my, what I would do. Okay. So I look at this, I wouldn't even play around with the spread. What's the point? It's a freaking point, dude. So I'm going straight to the money line, especially at even odds with 110. It's a pick them is what you call this. Okay. Right. So for me, it's week one. This is week one, you said, right? This is, this is, this is actually a week one. This yeah, is an opener. Is, this is a and it's still nighter, so right? Far, yep, it's still so far away that they okay. probably haven't got in the injury reports and all that other stuff. But Yeah, it's not going to move that much, though, Pick. I mean, by game time, you could be looking at um, – well, I don't know. We'll see. It could it could move. It might, it might stay. I'll say this. You know, I would look at this game right now, and I would attack it on – I wouldn't even look at the spread. I would just say, all right. One point. What's the point? I'm going to the money line. I like to juice both even at minus 110. So I would I would just pick a side. And in this game on ring night, you know, the Rams are at home. Everyone's going to be loving them up. The Bills are pissed. You know, they should have been in the Super, should have been the Super Bowl. That's just right. Let's call it what it is. Because um, if the Bills win that game, boy. Maybe they beat the Bengals, right, with that momentum. Right. So they're picked. They got something to prove. I'd probably right now take the Bills to win outright. And I'm I'm looking at that number, you know, for the total, 52. The 52. The first game. No one plays in the preseason. Rams are notorious for not playing anyone. No one. Right. Could be a little sloppy. Rams, Super Bowl hangover. Now, if you're pro-Rams – you're probably thinking the under anyways because of defense. If you're Bills, you're probably thinking offense. But because it's week one, because I think the Rams will have a hangover, you see how I'm talking this out? I would go go Bills money line here, and I would reluctantly take the under 52. But if you want to play the total on this game, you could probably wait till kickoff or closer to kickoff. 
that number is going to be bet up because we just can't help ourselves as consumers. People are going to say, oh, it's the NFL points and blah, blah, blah. So that number, you know, by game time, it's not going to be that significant. It could be 53, 53 and a half, maybe. It's, right. But but the point is, if you like the under like I do, I'd probably wait. I'd grab the bills right now, money line, and then I'd wait. Sometimes, you know, timing is everything in this game. You know, uh, you wait closer to game time for, for a number to go up, which in this case, I think reading the total, I would bet you it would be bet up, the money coming in on the over. Then I grab the under because you'll get a better number than 52. That's how okay. I bet. Also, now I've heard you at times say, you know, <clears throat> you had your you had your show Back to the future. That's what it was, right? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Back right. to the futures. Yeah. Back to the futures, right? Yeah. And you had numbers that would come out earlier. So sometimes, like you said, you can you can wait for a number to be bet up, or you grab it early when that mm-hmm. number is down, and you know it's going to be pretty good. So how how do you weigh those options out there? Well, that that part's harder for me to answer because that's gut, and it's just been I've been I've been doing it for a long time. But in general, you know, you have to you have to almost separate the sports better side of you mm-hmm. and think of how the public views a game. I hope that makes sense. Yes, because the public controls it. Yes. They, they just try to make it fair. Right. And your average sports better does not really consume this stuff like the three or the four. The, all of us do. I'm going to say four, even though Paulie's not here. So, gold Colorado Avalanche. Let's go. I have the over. I have the over tonight too. All right. So, um, so, so you know, I think, like, like, let's take this game since it's on the screen, right? Like, okay. Like I said, it's the Rams and the Bills. So your average offenses, right? Your average go blow is gonna be like, dude, this could have been the Super Bowl. There's gonna be touchdowns. It's the first game. So that's going to be exciting. How many times have we watched that Thursday night opener? It's, it's a complete a snoozer. Dub, a snoozer. Right? Yeah. So especially the Rams defense is legit, bro. So to me, I'm like, I I like the under, but I, I think in terms of what is the public going to be on? The public's going to be on the Rams more than likely, uh, even though right now they're the underdog. And because they're at home. And I think they're going to be on the over. So I like the under. So that's why I say wait. Uh, wait. But but that that kind of comes with time. Sometimes in this, you know, it's weird to like give this advice, but like sometimes you want to zig when the public is zagging. Okay. Sometimes you want to follow the leader and like, yeah, I agree. Uh-huh. You know, like we're watching an NBA finals where it's like, do you think Steph Curry's gonna have a bounce back game in game six after a poor game in game five? Uh yeah. Yeah. And every, <laughs> it's every, scary. Every, but my point is like everyone thinks that, and there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not gonna zig when everyone's zagging in that case. Does that make okay. sense? So, that makes sense. Yeah, you have to I think over time, when you do this stuff, you you do develop an idea of what the public's gonna do. And and you have to listen to your gut too. You, that's right. what they mean. You got anything said on that one? No, it's a good reference to the game he was talking about because right. um, if you looked at what's going on, what has happened with the Rams, what they did lose, because you know Von Miller is now on Buffalo, so right. he'll be playing against the offense that he knows. He knows some of the weak spots, so that's going to offset some of what the Rams can do. But yep. personally, like uh, you know, like Travis said, the Buffalo was right there. They were 
they were right there. They they had a chance to be in that game, and I think they are like you said gonna come in pissed off and look at the the, uh, the banner going up. You know, everybody laughing and clapping. They getting drunk. They on the sideline. You gonna kick this can tonight? Now, right. toothpick will remember this. But said, I, I can give you a story of this um, based on your college. So, so remember, Alabama beats Georgia, and everyone's like, oh, Georgia can never beat Alabama. And I said then, I was like, look, Georgia's going to get in the playoff. We already knew that. I said, if these two meet in the title game, I'm going to bet Georgia because yes. Georgia's too good of a team, too much talent to just lay down and let Alabama whoop up on them. It's just not going to happen. And it kind of reminded me and said, you'll remember this, of the Bama LSU years where it was the same thing. Yeah. Like one team would win in the regular season. You'd be like, oh, see, it's definitive. And then you get to the title game and it's a different story. Mm -hmm. So that's an example of this too. That was gut. I had no – I mean, Alabama had the better quarterback. Alabama mm -hmm. has a better coach, right? The game, big game experience. Georgia, sorry, said, until this natty had a history of choking in big moments. I mean, Mark Rick, his whole legacy is based on that. Oh, so, you know, you, you almost had every reason <laughs> to, bet to, Alabama. to bet Alabama. And I had very trusted yeah. friends in this game who put a lot of money on Alabama. And I understood it. What am I going to do? Argue that? It's Saban yeah. and Bama. But it was a gut feeling that said, no, like this is it was, the time. It was, it, was, it was a different team. That's what this, and that's what people did. They they didn't want to believe it, but it was a different. They were a different team that's than right. from years before. That's they were right. deeper because, like in the first natty, that uh, he almost won. Yep. The defensive end gets hurt. Yep. And they bring in his freshman, and the freshman fails to contain second and I mean, uh, uh, uh third and twenty six. That's right. Yep. Hey, See, no, well, no one wants to talk about that. <laughs> All they want to talk about is you took the air from Alabama. You know, right. so you're right. So let's let's look at this uh a different sport. We're gonna go to NBA. Okay. We go to NBA. We'll we'll bring this line up. This is actually the line for uh game six. You're gonna wow. do this to me, huh? <laughs> this is a line for game six. So like we just talked about Steph had a bad game. <laughs> you gotta know, you know, what's going on, Tatum. Uh, had a good game, but Jalen Brown had a terrible game, right? You gotta, you gotta know what's going on. Is what you're telling us is you gotta know when the zig, when the zag, and and what's happening in the sport. And this is probably why people love sports so much is because you're so invested, right? So first, I want to know what would you stay away from single betting this game? Well, I've stayed away from the spread this entire. Yeah playoffs to be honest <laughs> not even the series bro like i've just been betting money line in these games because like you guys know i mean with the exception of maybe one or two games like i i honestly i'm racking my brain right now and i do this for a living i'm racking my brain to think of of any real buzzer beaters in these playoffs. Am no. I wrong? Like, no. no. Ja, all been ja Morant. Ja, ja Morant. Ja, uh, Jason Tatum, the team I cover, um, game one against the Nets. Jason yep. Tatum had a buzzer beater. But, like, what's that, two? Maybe two. Luka had one somewhere. I mean, mm -hmm. I don't know. It's All these games have been blowouts. So I, I figured out pretty early 
screw the spread. I'm I'm money line trap for the playoffs. So <laughs> no different here in game six. I go Boston at home. Uh, I go money line Boston at home minus one sixty seven. It's a lot of juice, but I mean, listen, um, we would have to go back to our futures conversation to okay. to bring that juice down. You know, at the beginning of the series, for example, and said this is this is for you too, uh, just to see at the depth in which you can bet this stuff. You know, Bet Rivers has all this stuff available. I'm yeah. positive of it where you can bet not only exact, you know, who to win a series. So, for example, I have the Celtics in seven. I have a ticket for Celtics in seven, and I got a great price on it because I got it before the series started, right? Um, you know, you can also bet the exact series finish, which isn't necessarily a side. You can just bet game five, six, game six, yep, seven, yep, four, all eight, of it. Whatever, it's it's right? all in there. Yep. So you can do that. So I, I, I kind of lay all that out to say, like, I don't love, you know, the money line at minus one sixty-seven. You know, you're, I, I don't love that. But at the same time, uh, for the for the sake of this exercise, I would stay away from the spread and I would go just Celtics to win outright. And then that total is really low. Um, this is why you got to pay attention when things open. This line opened at 211 and a half yep. and everyone hammered the under because yep. the unders have been um, cashing in this series. No, it's, no, no, no. When Boston wins, they win and it's over. Well, <laughs> I think the under, but I also get the numbers when it opens. So maybe okay. I'm, I could be biased. So, so by the time it's game time, a lot of the numbers have been inflated. But for me, I'm just talking about my personal experience, I've been hitting the unders in this series because I get them right away. Um, I Listen, I'm not going to be afraid of the number. 212, I'd probably still go under here. Yeah. Um, so I, I guess in this, I would go money line Boston and then and then the under uh, 210. So that's that's two tickets, basically. So he's taking money line Boston parlay, but, and, but and, yeah. he's taking the, and he's taking the under, right? You said yeah. the under? You could trade better or, or parlay him. Or parlay him, right. Okay. So – Pretty much that's how you single bet basketball out of the spread. You go with the spread. You go with the uh, the win line or the money line, and then you go with your, your total. So get you a couple of uh, basketball picks in there. Now, this next line I got to tell you guys is totally made up, and I did it for the sake of so far there's not been anything Washington in this podcast. You know, I'm everything Washington. So. All right. We're gonna look at this funny, this funny sport we, called. We don't pound in the last two games, but just to say that. We're gonna look at this, the last two games. We're gonna look at this terrible line for baseball, right? <laughs> All right. So, like I said, this this line is totally made up. Okay, it's, this line is totally made up. The teams are not even playing right now, but uh, San Diego Padres here. Uh, baseball is a sport that eludes me when it comes to betting, but I've heard you. You, you know, do an excellent job of explaining how you're going to bet baseball and what you're going to bet. So sometimes you'll even say, I'm not even betting that game. I want to bet the first five innings or so. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So, of course, you can do that on Bet Rivers. Um, you can you can bet innings, but it just changes the money in the, in the payouts. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I uh, toothpick, you're catching me at the perfect time, bro. You know where I'm at now, right? Yes, yes, Nesson, right. This is the this is the Red Sox network, and I was good at betting baseball before I got here. 
I am, I'm a czar now, bro. Like I, I've only been here three months and I am, I love betting baseball now. Like I'm, I am cashing tickets like you wouldn't believe. And for years, and I've told you this before, for years, I would really only bet uh, baseball futures. I have a nerd friend of mine who's into like analytics and he's just a baseball geek. And so I would sit down with him uh, every off season and really a couple of times in the off season, we'd sit down and I'd say, give me 10 teams you love right now, like all their moves. And he'd give me 10 teams. Then I'd come back to him right before spring training started. And I would say, give me 10 teams you love and why? I, would, I wouldn't even ask why the first time. I just wanted the list and I did my own research. Second time we sat, give me 10 teams and why? He would give me the 10 and why? Then I would go back and I would match the list. His first initial gut, and that was like hot stove baseball, free agency, okay. trade, whatever. Then right before spring training was like a little more, okay, everybody's team is set, right? And so I would mix and match and I would say, okay, I would take a pile of the teams who were on both lists. And I'm like, I know I'm betting them. And then the other ones I would kind of figure out on my own. So that was for futures. And then I would, because baseball season is so damn long. Forever long. By the time the World Series was over, we're in like week I don't know, four of the NFL. Yep. And so the money, because I was working with the nerd and I would do, do my own research, the money I would make from these futures guys, I mean, I would take that money and I wouldn't spend it. I'd roll it over like a 401k and I'd put it, I'd put it into my NFL bets. Okay. And that, that money would last me the rest of the NFL season. So I was quite literally playing with house money. And if I had a good NFL season, well, now we're talking, baby. Now let's so, heat it up for basketball. <laughs> right. So, so I say that, and I'm going to break down what you have on the screen, but I want to let people know, look, your money is tied the hell up. I'm not going to lie to you. You know, you, you put this bet in. Baseball starts earlier now. It starts at, like, the end of March. So, you know, you're, you're talking about putting these bets in during March Madness. That takes a little bit of discipline, too. Right. You, you, know, you're not, you only have so much money. We all have budgets. So, like. Are you going to bet on March Madness, which is right in front of your face? Or are you going to put a little to the side for baseball? So, you know, your money's tied up from like mid-March to October. But if you can, I don't want to say master it, but if you can be profitable at betting baseball futures, win totals, pennant races, whatever, you're going you're gonna to be in great shape later in the year. So as far as the games, this is where I say now I've become really good. Because I, what you're uh, referring to, Toothpick, and how I used to talk about that, about baseball, was futures. I was really into it. I still am. But right. now, because I cover all these Red Sox games, I'm betting on every game, and I have multiple bets in a game. So let me just break this down as easy as possible. Total runs is like anything else. It's, it's the total of the game, just like we talked about with the NBA, just like we talk about in the NFL, yep. total runs is a total number of runs in the baseball game. So in this example, it's 12 runs. If you watch the Nats play at all, uh, you're taking the under here because more than likely the Padres are going to beat their ass nine to nothing. OK, so you're going to bet the under there because the Padres can score and the Nats can't walk and chew bubble gum at the same time. No. That's just except for Juan Soto. <laughs> Shout out. Run line. 
the easiest way to explain that is it's it's like the spread for baseball. It's very similar to plus three in football or minus three in football or uh, plus six and a half in a basketball game. Okay, mm-hmm. run line in baseball, and I would add hockey because you know I'm a hockey guy. It's called yep. the puck line. It's called, it's the, called puck the puck line. line in hockey. Okay, so uh, they're a little bit different in that they they have a set a set number here at one and a half. Okay, so Essentially, you know, if you think like I just gave the score, the mock score, right? Padres nine to nothing, meaning the Nats did not cover that one and a half because they got nope. their ass. But if you think it's going to be a close game, you can bet the run line or the puck line. Okay. Uh, and I've been very profitable in those two. What you what you want to do there, quick advice, again, my opinion only, is when I bet run line or puck line, I'm looking for evenly matched teams. Now, the odds aren't going to be as great. Like in this, uh, the, the run line's plus 123 with the Nats. You know, you, you may not necessarily get that uh, with two pretty even teams. You may get a minus 110. You may get even or plus 105 maybe. But still, uh, you're more than likely to hit it because it's going to be a tight game. Uh, in this case, I would not bet the Nationals on the run line because, as I said, they suck. Now, Money line's obvious, just to win straight up. To win, and win straight up, yep. We've already, we've already been through that. But, you know, baseball, I would just say this. There's so much inventory. There's just so much inventory that, you know, if you are if you know what you're doing, you can make a lot of money because there's so many games every day. All right. All right. Well, listen, I know you got a hockey game to get to. I appreciate <laughs> all of your time, man. I really do. Thank you for taking this time out uh, and spending it with us. Um, tell everybody where they can find you at, please. Yes. Well, first of all, follow me on social media, Travis Thomas Experience on all platforms except TikTok. Everyone tells me I should get on TikTok and that, you know, I'm mean by saying all people do is dance on TikTok. So maybe one day. <laughs> when I say that, I'm not going, you're not going to have me on there doing all the Jackson Mahomes moves. It's not going to happen. But one day, maybe I'll get on there. But for now, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Travis Thomas Experience. And you can catch me every day. Now, if you follow me on social, I'll explain how you can watch. But I am on Nesson uh, every day at 5.30 p.m. And also uh, NessonBets.com. We do a digital show. You guys should check out. You would like it. It's called The Lunch Line. And we break down the best lines of the night and where you should bet for that night's action. That's a great show. Check that out too. It's online. You can get that anywhere. So uh, that's at one o'clock every day. So I'm busy guys gambling every day. All right. Well, again, uh, thank you for watching. You can follow first ring podcast on Twitter and YouTube at first ring podcast, follow each and every one of us on uh, our social media accounts. Uh, we have our Twitter accounts up here toothpick 74 on Twitter. Blink is at you blink 71 and you can now listen to First Ring Podcast on anywhere you can find a audio version. Spotify, I, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Google Podcasts, all of them. We're there and Anchor. Thank you for watching. And again, we call it an OG classic because we get in and we get out.